episode 136 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about exit the game advent calendars. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam, Aaron, and I talk about playing two different exit the game advent calendars. We'll be spoiler free in the first half, then you'll hear a warning before we switch to spoilers. We forgot to mention in the spoiler free section how much we liked the art of the game and that you can usually find these seasonally with possible price hikes happening just before December. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself, Aaron, and Adam talking about Exit the Game, the Advent Calendar, Hunt for the Golden Book, and The Silent Storm. I've got some grievances uh, about some recent advertisements uh, that I was receiving on my phone. Okay. So if you don't mind, if you can let me advent for a uh, moment. Oh, you know what? This is the high quality we've been missing, Aaron. I've been roundly criticized for my recent oh, intros. We all did advent calendars. Exit the game, the advent calendar. Aaron and I did the hunt for the golden book. Adam, which one did you do? I don't know its official name. It's now destroyed. <laughs> okay. I... It had a it had a, like a horse like rocking, like a rocking horse on the front. Here, I might. Yeah, it was like a cabin-ish kind of a view. Like, it was a workshop. There's something, there was a... Yeah, so golden. you did the 2021 version, right? We did the 2022 version. That sounds right. So you had the silent storm. You know what, that's because that makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. And luckily, I had it in my BG Stats app. So for these advent calendars, now a regular exit game. We, we all like the regular ones. Usually $15, I think, MSRP. My sister has informed me you can get them for like $10 on Amazon. She did. Yeah. They make a bunch of those, a bunch of different difficulty levels that you can get. These advent calendars, however, are what they sound like. Uh, Advent calendar is a something that you open every day of the month of December leading up to Christmas. So it'll have one to 24. I think the first ones probably had just were, in fact, chocolate. Do you know about like what were the first advent advent calendars? Do we know? Do we know history? I, you know what? I should know the history, but I know what I mean. Shouldn't. You don't have to. I think they were bonbons. I think that's right. I think they were German. Bonbon? Oh, German. Okay. And that's how, that's how Germans say little chocolates. <laughs> okay. That's how Germans say chocolates? Bonbons. Like little chocolate, like little candies. Bonbon. Okay. So usually behind each one of the doors, you open a new door every day and it's candy. I think the traditional ones are candy or some kind of treat that you're opening every day. Or but if it it's friend be... socks, you only get 15 days. We're not going to talk about the friend socks. It's not an advent calendar. It's just... That's what it says. It said that, but is it really? Anyways, not the point. An advent calendar, there's just 24 days to open. And for the exit games, there are 24 parts to one overarching puzzle that you're trying to solve or like a mystery. And they do have little doors. They do have little doors. And on most advent calendars, those doors are just numbered and then you open it. End of story. And you could think, well, maybe that's what the advent calendar will be like as well for the exit game. Every day you open a new door with a puzzle, but not quite. Every day you solve a puzzle and the solution of the puzzle is the location of the next door. So that's how you know where to go. So each of the, the, you can see all the doors on there and they have uh, some, each door has a different little set of symbols on it. So you're looking to put the code into the decoder follow the code that it gives you from the door you're currently in and you know you go up and left and up and if the symbols match then you have correctly solved the puzzle you write the next day's number on that door and then when you come sit down the next day you read a little story every day has a little story that goes with it 
and you then will open the door. Sometimes there's things in there for you to actually get out. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes there's not. And every day, the same as the exit games themselves, every day has a helper clue sheet. So if you get stuck, it's not like, well, I got stuck on the 5th and... Here so, we are in the 20th. So we're not saving Christmas. And we're, yeah, we're just not saving Christmas. This, you know, we can't move forward or, you know, you don't just start poking open the, the doors. There are clues to help you if you get stuck. Adam, did you lose the clue book? And is that why it's destroyed? Oh, well, I don't know how much of a spoiler we're going to do on some of this stuff. Well, I mean, stuff. I think it's well, a common in exit games that you destroy the game while playing. Yes, that's true. But he was just making a joke about you saying it was destroyed and you didn't know what the name of it is. I say <sighs> that we go through kind of the first half spoiler free talking about yeah. just how it was to play it every day experiences whatever and then we'll have a spoiler intermission where Perfect. everything after that will be straight spoilers and Excellent. we'll also throw in here at the beginning that i think i know for the calendar we did and i think for the calendar that adam did you can go to board game geeks youtube page probably board game geek the website itself and search for the advent calendar and you will find them opening it day by day so for two calendars now because this calendar has been put out every year they put out a new calendar new puzzles every year they will go through each day and they'll read the story, they'll show you the puzzle, they'll kind of give you close-ups on the camera so you can see the pieces. So you can get a feel for what it's like to play these. You might just watch a day or two if you think you might want to buy that particular calendar. Or you could watch the whole thing and then buy one of the other calendars. Because now there's yeah. three of them that are available. So you could watch the whole thing for one to kind of understand how all this works. Or you could do what Kelly and I did, which I thought was delightful towards the end. We started... Yeah, maybe about halfway through. We started just watching the first three minutes of the video, like, and basically the had the, the game night people read the story to you, and then when they started solving it, we would push pause, solve it ourselves, and then we would go and watch how they solve that day's puzzle. And you know what? It was a nice, it was a nice daily tradition. It made it, a, it made it kind of a competitive thing, too, because it's a cooperative game. You, can, you could just be one person solving it, or you could have the whole family gather around the table every night after dinner and see if we can open up the next and puzzle Nikki. and see how you do. But we would see the timestamps on the episode when we would load the YouTube video. So if it was like six minutes, we're like, Oh, they got it quick. And there was one that we got quick and there's the timestamp was 19 minutes. And we're like, we we're like, smoked. We smoked them. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's another, if you're someone who's like, I do like this competitive element. I'm not usually that person. But then as we kept doing it, I was like, oh, I want to I we I want to see if we beat them today. Yeah, we played this is non sequitur. We played an exit game over the holidays with our family. And yeah, Kelly was like, oh, well, they've timed it. They've timed it. But we don't have to keep time. We don't need to do that. And yeah. So I, in the standard exit games, they give you a ranking. It's like a table where it's how long did you take to do it and how many clues did you use? So the faster and least clues that you use, you get like 10 stars and the lowest rating is two stars you've used many clues and took a very long time but you don't you don't have to set a timer but like, I, I did look at my watch as soon as kelly said that we weren't as a group going to be timing it yeah we did we got a we bought an easy one for the holiday when we were taking it to family you know we just wanted it to be a casual time and we did we did coming off stars. of 24 days of puzzles yeah we got 10 stars we got 10 stars we finished it under the time limit didn't look at one clue and honestly the your family members were you know very into yes. it as well and honestly there were times when they got things that we were we might have struggled with on our own yep would have had a nice little fight about 
So, <laughs> and ended up getting it for their New Year's. They're having a, you know, back back home, they're having a New Year's Eve-like party with some friends. Ordered a couple still while we were kind of yeah. hanging out at Christmas. Ordered that's a couple we, for their New Year's. So. That's how we know they can get them for 10 bucks. Yes, that's true. And so maybe we'll get them one of the advent calendars. Oh, for next year. Maybe. Huh. We'll see. We'll see. Adam. Yeah. How was your experience? Big fan. So I was a little slow to start. I didn't start on day one. Right. I would recommend doing it every day. Yeah. So I had to play a little catch-up partway through. So there was a, an evening of, of rocking through many days mm-hmm. in a row on that. And it was fine. It was still enjoyable. But like I, I think the space and the time in between, they seem to have made it for that to be the most enjoyable Oh, you're saying the pacing that. of a day feels better than actually doing them back to back when we had a similar experience because we caught we basically we caught up over three or four days because we didn't play until we got back from pax unplugged yeah so like each day we were doing maybe we did like three three a day until we caught up and then when we caught up and I, i i i did like the daily like ritual of doing it and then watching the video. It was very nice. It was yeah, very nice. I agree. And the puzzles, like we were kind of saying with the timestamp, if you actually, you know, read the story out loud, if you solve it pretty quickly, pretty smoothly, it was like five, six, seven minutes. It was under mm-hmm. 10 minutes. If you really get stuck, I think it pushes up to like 20 minutes. And of course, you only have to be stuck as long as you... Yeah, the clues want. are right there and they tell you the answer. Yeah, so if what you want is to have a... Just 10 minutes, quick thing. You know, you can have your own kind of timer about that as to how long you want to try to solve this puzzle. How long do you want to try to work through it? And how quickly do you want to just get a clue? And I think we used a lot more clues at the beginning. And as you're doing it every day, you kind of get into the headspace of the puzzle makers, I think, a little bit more where you are better at understanding what they've told you because there's usually a little bit of a clue. Uh, a little bit extra of a hint somewhere in the text. Yeah, they'll that bold helps some letters. Point you, yeah, they'll bold you something. And it won't be so specific that it says like, look right here. But it'll right. it'll just give you a thing to kind of latch onto and to guide yourself with a little more. And I think you get better at understanding where those are trying to point you as you right. keep playing it. Now, to be a complete hypocrite from what I just said. Okay. So I also did, I think, the last four days all at once because okay. I knew I was not, I wasn't going to bring it with me and I was going to be traveling right. a little bit. So I finished those in a row and that was awesome. Like oh, they you were really ramped up those last. Oh, and then exactly. the story's coming to a conclusion. Yeah. So that was actually really great. The beginning was a little bit slower paced. And honestly, I just realized I wasn't very good. I had to use clues constantly. <laughs> and you just learn about yourself because they'll give you, I'd read like even like half the story and start looking all around the box oh. and stuff, you know, like too, too aggressively, like they're hiding it everywhere. And like yeah. sometimes, but then sometimes it they do. wasn't always hidden. Yeah. Sometimes they it do hide it everywhere. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Yeah. There was a variety of, you know, having to look, discover something in the pieces they give you. Sometimes it was a bit of a logic puzzle that you had to do. Well, I guess all the time you were looking for numbers because it has this decoder slider thing that you input the code into. When you flip the decoder over, the numbers have arrows on the back. Is it both arrows and? Yeah. It's both arrows Arrows and and icons. Yeah. Yeah, little symbols. As you kind of know that, like sometimes you have some image and you're trying to figure out like, 
how do I trace or how do I parse this image to find numbers hidden inside of it yeah. is a pretty common thing. Sometimes you're, it is things that you're, certain things that you're counting. Sometimes you're, it's a word puzzle and you're looking for the letters in that word puzzle that are the, wor- the letters for numbers. There's little rooms because you're opening this advent calendar. So inside of each of these little boxes, I don't know if yours was actually different rooms or not, Adam, or if it was different scenes yeah. or what. Okay. So ours was different rooms. So every time you open one, you're kind of looking in this room. And sometimes there's something in the room, something in the artwork of the room that is telling you what you need to do with the extra pieces they gave you. There might be a picture. Like sometimes there was like a map on the back of a page. Right. And then you're trying to understand like, well, how am I supposed to navigate this map? That Like I see the map. I know what they're trying. I know they're saying use the map and do something on it. But it was like, well, what am I supposed to do on this map? Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where the clues kind of come in. And we always felt like the first clue was just telling us, like in that in that map example, here's a map. The first clue was like, right. well. Did you notice there was a map? Did you notice the map? And it's like, yeah, I noticed the map. Thanks. Thanks a lot. There was never a time where we looked at the first clue and we're like, ah. Uh-huh. Because we were usually oh, already map, there. You say. Right. Well, let's look for that. It's yeah. kind of was like, I was just well, like in, read the second clue. Yeah. It's, it would be like, well, you'll have to solve a puzzle to get the code. <laughs> yes. Yes, sure. The second one, and it would usually, the clues were would very much, they would be like, well, did you see this? And what could that mean? So they weren't, they still were doing it in a very... It wasn't like, look at the, you yeah. know, but blue the, box. If you still didn't get it, you could turn up one more and it would just tell you the solution. It would just tell you the solution. Yes. And I think nicely. Could it use for one more level? I feel like the. I think third... the first level was just useless. I think the first level needed like a little more info so that when you yeah, flipped it over. Yeah, I think the first over... level should be return this game. If you need to use the first flip every time, <laughs> like, return this to the store. That's <laughs> like, you but fundamentally like, I... don't understand this. Right, because I didn't like that. Because I, I ended up using that last clue a lot because the second clue wouldn't be enough, especially when mm. it's just like me doing it because it's just yeah. my one yeah. brain, which is hit and miss. I, just, I agree that so, having two people is very helpful. Having two, and I would say almost the more people, the better. There's probably a point at which it tops out. And I think that's something you notice when you watch the game night one. There's four of them doing it. And not only is there four of them doing it, but they're sitting on not four sides of the table. They're sitting on two sides of the table. So then you're also seeing things at different angles. You have four different brains interpreting what they've said. And you would watch some people be like very stubbornly and aggressively wrong. And some people be subtly and quietly right. Um, So you see everyone's different approaches to the puzzles. Because I think it is true. If you if it's just you. I think it's easier to get stuck because you kind of are taking one road into this puzzle you and it's it, hard to get back, into a groove, right? It's hard to back all the way out and see it from a completely different perspective. And I don't think the clues necessarily help you do that. Yeah. Adam's, Adam's like, point. no, because I still just don't know the answer. Like, that's the thing you're sitting there by yourself. You're like, well, I don't know any more than I just knew uh, yeah. with the way they do a lot of that. I, I feel like at some point you're like, you get yourself into a groove and you just follow one thing after another and you're just like going back and looking. Yeah, you're kind of going in the same circle you're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna get the receipt from target where i bought this because there's got to be a clue on that for sure based on all this <laughs> <laughs> yeah by the way that you're would be there at the customer service like waving the box <laughs> like... tell me the code <laughs> how awesome would it be if they could put a clue on the receipt but then well, you would just lose the receipt one to kind of to that point one of the things that i think it says in the little book is like there is a way to solve it please don't just keep putting codes in the decoder until you 
kind of force the answer because sometimes you might know one number and I think it is hard not to be like well the next number is going to be either a six or a four or two like I can't I can't tell at some point I don't think it's unreasonable it's like well I'm going to try each one of them well I think the only time we really like jammed the decoder was like there's a couple times when like the number could have been a seven or a one so we just tried them both yeah and that's hard like to distinguish that's That's fine that's yeah that's another good point is that this is the the designers of this game are from germany yeah all the ones have flags the ones that we are in the you know the ones we're doing are translated so like maybe there's a little bit of translation weirdness and they all apparently uh, it's more common in Germany to write ones with the little flag at the top that you'll come, sometimes see in like a serif or sometimes you see yeah. in fonts here, maybe like computer fonts, yeah. but people don't typically write that little flag on a one. So then and you're thinking, is it trying to be a four and did I not quite get it right? Or is this a seven or is that too low to be a seven? They crossed their sevens in Germany religiously. But I don't think we had cross sevens in this game. There weren't cross sevens. No, no. So there's a, you oh, might see a little a bit spo- of that. Spoilers at the end. There's no cross sevens. sevens. Yeah. Um, You might see a little bit of that weirdness and depending on the printing that you got, because the game night one we watched, they had a different printing of the box than we did. One of the puzzles got way easier. Well, they were just, we had an old old version and they really struggled with it. Yeah. They had an old version that I guess, I don't know what the deal was, but they pulled something off the box and to, to solve. And I was like, well, that's not on our box at all. And we'd already done that day. So I like went back and looked at my box. Like, did yeah. we just like solve it a weird way? That we our version was just to? way easier. It's like, oh, people must have struggled with that one. But yeah, there'd be little things that were like, oh, that's just like a German thing that wasn't exactly caught and yeah. wasn't exactly changed or whatever. Yeah. I had in one of my rooms, it just didn't work correctly without going into the reason why, like, mm-hmm. it just did not do the thing that it was supposed to do, this fun, cutesy thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to happen sometimes too. So, like, yes, if, yes. if you do play this, like, it's they even say i think like a whole spiel about like these are hand packaged yes. do the best we can but like we're humans right really fine like sometimes things don't end up the way we want them to on those so it, it didn't affect my ability like i'm not gonna act like oh, i would have solved it if it had right. had right. no impact i still had to use the last clue yeah. i wasn't gonna get it whether it worked or not but yeah that could happen and i think when you get to for hours we're not quite in the spoiler section yet. I think when we got to the end of ours, it was more, the further you get into it, I think the more impressive it is the amount of work that goes into yeah. these and how it has to be, how everything has to go together so that you can do all these different little puzzles off this one. You know, they already do that with an exit game. There's already more than one puzzle in the exit game when right. you get them there. You know, right. there's a deck of cards though, that and that's kind of how it gets managed. But it is impressive. I think when we got to the conclusion of it, sometime in the middle, you kind of feel like, well, could I have gotten like a, you know, could I have gotten just a few exit games? Because this costs, I think they were $60 MSRP maybe. And then a regular Mm -hmm. one is 15. So you get four exit games. You could do one a week. I would rather work this. I want to do this every year. I think it's fun. I I agree. And I think it was more when I got to the end of it. There were times like at the beginning, in the middle where maybe, maybe not. But I think when I got to the end of it, I appreciate, I felt like, you know, actually, I think it was slightly cheaper than it should have been. Like for everything that actually culminated across all 24 days, I think actually maybe there was more value in this than four exit games. When I think like, sometimes you're pulling it out and you're like, well, I don't know what this is. Other times you pull it out. It's like, oh, ah, Uh, I know exactly what to do here. And and I think 
there was, at least in our version, I think there were at least three puzzle elements that I felt like they went above and beyond what what you would expect from the game. And I thought they were mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, it was almost like, oh, this puzzle is charming. But I will say it it isn't every day. Some days it's just like, well, yeah, we're done. Oh, yeah. I, I almost felt like there were ones that we got it quick and it's like, well, I almost wish it was more challenging because now we like, we got the game out. We set we ourselves up at the thing, kitchen table. We have this time. It's thing, our daily ritual. Two minutes later, we're like, oh, so I guess we know where the next door is. Right. And it felt like we just right. opened it and it was like, oh, three, four, seven. That only, happened, then, like, that right? only happened like twice, but it stuck with me. Yeah, it didn't it didn't happen a lot, but yeah, I think there it is a little anticlimactic where when you when the answer comes so too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't my issue mostly, but that's uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but but no, any... I know what you're saying. There were days where it okay. was just quicker on that for sure. I and especially because some days I did that encounter with another person. Yeah, those, there were co-op. some days that were really fast on that. So right. that that was a big difference. But I think they did such a good job of again ramping up towards the end. It just got insane, in my opinion, and in a great yeah. way. We'll talk about that in a minute. Where I'm like, I, I could not be more impressed. And these small games can never deliver what these do because of that i feel like it's yeah there was definitely so and i think that might be i think i might say that's pretty common for all of the exit games that i've done so far there's one puzzle or one thing that happens that just feels like it's one step outside of what you would expect for this cardboard box like whatever yep. whatever that is or just how how they've asked you to complete a puzzle or you have this moment where you realize, wait, what? Is this how this is going to work? So, and that does not, I, I think I would say the same thing for the standard exit games. There's still some puzzles where you're like, okay, yeah, sure, I got it. Like, it, it just, right. it's it's not like, oh, okay, you know, right. We got to have some filler puzzles. But there's usually like kind of one showpiece puzzle that makes you go like, whoa, it makes everyone that's doing yeah. it like a little more excited because they just didn't imagine it just kind of goes beyond your imagination a little bit yeah i think that's right yeah so overall kind of we'll wrap up our overall experience with these before we get into the strong spoiler section i think i'll i'll try to edit in a noise when we transition over to spoilers you don't want me to like make a noise i do not want you to make a noise but i do want you to kind of summarize your overall impression i know you said you wanted to do it every year oh yeah i mean i think my overall impression is it's like I would want to try to do it. I think I think I agree with Adam. Like doing it every day when we did that was more fun. I think picking one that game night is already done. I think that was very charming. And then, you know, just kudos to the people at game night for like enhancing our experience of it. Mm-hmm. I think that made it even better to have, you know, those folks read it to us and and then like watch their results. Yeah, I think it was, I, I don't think anything in there was too difficult. I mean, we, we used some of the second clues and I think the third clue once or twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly think like it's almost fun if you have to do that than if you're always getting it all the time. And then we also, at some point, kind of early on, decided to take it upon ourselves to rate the puzzle every day out oh, of five. Yeah, like we, we started giving them reviews. And I would say that that maybe started because we were highly dissatisfied with some of the puzzles where it felt like there was too much of a leap and it just got too abstract. Yeah, I was like, well, we were never going to get that. It's like, well... Oh, okay. I was going to have to make a couple assumptions before I could have got to the place where I'd be able to. But honestly, this. I think once we started rating them, they improved. If And if you look, I think if you look at our ratings, like they get I better overall. Yeah. yeah. There were some early ones that we even gave one to, but our rating for the whole thing out of five was like a like high, like 3.7, 3.8. 3. Yeah. yeah. Out of five after we okay. rated every 24 days. But there were a lot of like 
there were a lot of fours and fives in there. So it, it did go over average. And sometimes that rating was because there was too much of a leap. Sometimes puzzles were too easy. And they got rated like, lower because they were too easy. And we rated them lower. So it wasn't like always like the, just a matter of how, how well we did it. The it perfect was, puzzle, the perfect puzzles, I think, were the ones that required you to be a little clever, but you could get reasonably quick. And they just make you feel the best. Mm -hmm, You're like, oh, mm -hmm. I got the clever thing. But some of them are too easy. And it's like, well, I, I wasn't clever. I just, I just saw the obvious thing you put in front of me. Right. Right. When you kind of went beyond the first obvious thing and saw that there was a little more depth to it. Yeah. I think that was the most rewarding. Um, I think for me, I'd also want to do it every year. I think that it also works really well for a variety of age groups. Like it didn't yeah. feel like you. It I, wasn't so difficult that you couldn't do it with. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, I don't think that like kids would really do it by themselves. I wouldn't say that. But otherwise, I think kids with an adult could definitely do it. There's a lot of there's a lot of pieces to interact with. So even if the adults are saying like let's look at the puzzle this way. Hey, put these things together find these things. Then the kids can still be engaged in what's happening, even if they're not the ones driving the solution. And I think with that, you could probably have kids that were pretty young and there's this story that's happening the whole time too. And the story was so the kids yeah. might just enjoy the story, but yeah, otherwise definitely a multi generational thing you could do probably easiest with the people in your household since you're meant to do it every day, but there'd be nothing stopping you from, well, I mean, the we, advent calendar with this holiday theme story and waiting until maybe maybe family comes into town a few days before and you, you could chop it up into a few days. Well, I mean, and I don't think that would lessen the experience. We've done yeah. an exit game with Adam over Zoom before where we both bought the same exit game. That's true. You could buy the same calendar now. It, that's it's oh, yeah. it's an investment, but yeah. you could buy the same calendar over Zoom and check in every day leading up to Christmas. And you kind of have this shared thing that you can talk about going into christmas too when you do all get together and maybe even more so if you're not getting together yeah to feel like you shared something yeah i am not planning on doing one next christmas because i think it's best used in like the middle of the year i'm okay. gonna think do the i want to i want to do all of them of course okay. but <laughs> I, christmas has enough stuff going on there's advent calendars oh. everywhere for this stuff i think like a nice summer Christmas oh. Advent exit calendar. I think you should do an Advent Advent calendar. So like in November, the Advent of oh, whatever you want. So Aaron said something yeah. about doing an Advent calendar, like you could do it not in a different month. And I was like, but what is it? It counts down to the twenty fourth. So in January, count down to the twenty fourth of January, and then what? So I got a little like high minded. I I would I think it'd be better in February because you're it's closer to the length of the month anyway. For it to be 24 days and not the actual length of the month, for me, yeah. from a just a logical perspective, made me too upset. My dad's birthday is on 24th June, so you could do a thing like that. Like if you knew someone. If you knew someone that was, ca yeah, if there was something you were, ca I mean, there's something that's stopping you from doing something on the 25th, you know? Yeah. But, I guess I would just make an appointment or like schedule something <laughs> on that day. And then now that's, we can make our own holidays, you <laughs> this know, is true. put a calendar tell me what to celebrate. And yeah. I do think too, when you said like, oh, there's lots of advent calendars. I think if you had, you know, a chocolate advent calendar and then you have this, you're, you know, you open a chocolate every day, you do a puzzle every day. Like 
it only pairs they're, they're gonna well. They're going to be on sale soon. I may just buy 12 there's advent like, calendars. There's like a cheese a advent calendar, a bread advent calendar. Right. Honestly, there's it's like all my ones. calories for this month came from the calendars is what right. we're doing here. We just, yeah. we just, you just have yourself quite a little feast yeah. every night with your puzzles. I think that's actually, we're missing a business opportunity. We could release 1,800 calories of advent calendars and just send them out to be like a November diet or a December diet. Like a, if you just eat some weird advent meal calendar. planning service. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of advent calendars. It would fit right <laughs> yeah. in with all the yeah. other ones that meal, are out there. The meal replacement advent calendar. <laughs> I don't know that it's getting more exciting, though. Okay, so so is this spoiler so time? We, we I, I think so. I think we've all, I think it is spoiler time. We've all said that, generally speaking, we like it. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely do it again. Adam's Maybe, starting one next week. Adam may, might be doing them constantly. It's hard to yeah. say. Well, that's interesting, though. Like, should we do the spoilers since Adam is likely to do the one we did in the next, like, month? I'm fine with it because I think content's more important than, like, I'll be fine. And if you agree with Adam, you can keep listening if you haven't done these. Yeah, that's right. But now... Otherwise, spoilers. 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 Okay, so I'm just going to start with the best thing. Okay. The best thing on day 24 or the 23rd day. Near the end. Oh, this is the, the showpiece puzzle. The showpiece puzzle. My favorite showpiece puzzle was the 23rd day. They yes. gave you a yep. paperclip. They showed you how to. They told you to bend it in a very specific way that turns didn't, out didn't actually matter. Did not matter at all. So you bend <laughs> in a specific way. You tie a string to it, and they, they, like it becomes a pendulum. And they're like, swing this close to the ground. And what you have to do is like run the paperclip across the box, and then they've embedded a magnet in the box. And where the where the paperclip sticks to the box, you have to like punch through the cardboard and take some stuff out of there. That's it was, good. It was really good. Yeah, that was the oh. showpiece moment of it this the best, one. It was the best piece of the whole thing. And yeah. it was... And I, it was Aaron, so I made the thing. I like a, twisted the little paperclip for no reason. Kind of had the idea. It's like, well, I think it's something... There's something about the box, but it's not going to be... They told you to close all the doors because, you know, you're doing the advent calendar. It's day 23. You have a bunch of doors open. I told you to close all the right. doors so it didn't get stuck and then to be moving it around the box. And I'm like, well, some... You know, I, I'm doing that. And he was the one who would be like, there's got to be a magnet. There's got to be a magnet somewhere. Right, yeah. And I'm like, well, it's not going to be inside any of the rooms. So they told us to close all the doors. So we were just right. going through each of yeah. the kind of rows and columns and, and was, we happened to start at the exact opposite it, it took corner. Us as long as it could have. So it took us a long time. And I think we didn't know how, like, we, we didn't know how strong the magnet would we be. So we were going pretty slow. Yeah. And we didn't know how right. strong it was going to be. So we were, yeah, we were going pretty slow. Yeah. There were several highlights to this. The, my, one of my favorite, and this was last week, the, the, in the final week of the mm -hmm. advent calendar, about like the final day was, it was talking about these eight legged things, which are spiders, but they just don't ever say them exactly. Right. And we, the person who I was doing this with and me, we, we looked all over this box. Mm -hmm. Like, we could not have missed any possible spot. Except, of course, we did. Because that's how <laughs> these games are. And it was the actual, the tabs that was, so, like, when you open and close the box, there's just, like, the little paper tabs. Oh, and it was on there. To keep it closed. Oh. It was on the tab. And where it went into the box, you had to rip those open and look down. Yeah. There was a tunnel that gave you the numbers. And I was like... That's the coolest thing a game has ever done. Wow. At all. Like, it was so cool. I am going to ask you guys, did you find a secret, secret thing in your box? No. Well, yeah. That was kind of with the magnet. Oh, yeah. But there was... Well... No, no, no. Like, did you rip it all open at the end? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. So, mine also came with, if you ripped it all open, they made no reference to this that I'm aware of, had name tags for gifts. Hidden, oh, they made no reference to it. They made a reference to it in hours. So at the end of it, 
they said like they basically said if you like tell all your family and friends about the great fun you've had and they told us in some way to rip apart the whole box which maybe so is because the year before they did this and people got and mad because they threw their anything. away. So when we ripped so apart our us. whole box, there were printed in like the on the back of the carton, the tray that yeah. slid out was uh, postcards that said so, I save Christmas. And on one oh. side, they said I save Christmas. And they were all these pictures of the different rooms. I did think this could have been in the non-spoiler section, but that the artwork. Oh, it was very nice. Was really nice for how much of it they had to create. Like that's something that I appreciated when we did pull it out. You see all these different rooms and how it had these room dividers in between all of them. And then yep. just seeing all of the different rooms and art they had to make. And then sometimes very specifically giving clues inside of that art. Ours was about time traveling, uh, time and space traveling. So you were nice. going to these very different places. Because I think you, is yours like kind of like going into a cave or something like exploring a cave? Yes. Yeah, so it's you are well. You find out at the end you're in a snow globe the whole time. So you're <gasps> trying to like figure out why things aren't working and there's this whole <laughs> storm. But then you find out because like this giant globe. eyeball shows up. You're in a snow globe. So that's like these that's tunnels are to get cute. out of the snow globe. It's it's awesome. Oh, it's that's great. pretty. That's it's pretty not, fun. I'm kind of like in the middle. I was like, what are we even doing here? Like, so, it's just like we're walking <laughs> around a room. But then like when they spell about, I'm like, oh, this is really good. So really, it, really it, good. In ours, the the storyline is that someone has stolen Santa's golden book to help him deliver all the presents, and we have to like hunt it down. And in the end, we find out that it's just a very bitter Rudolph who has understood that the book is awesome and has time travel powers. And so he's, he's gotten more out of the time travel powers. So you, when he's taking you all the yeah, rooms, we're following where he's been. Cause he was just visiting all these places. points in history. And yeah. then he's talking about how he's underappreciated. And so he's just playing a little because trick on Santa. Ours had like Einstein and pyramids. Mariah Carey and pyramids oh. and like all, because we were just going to wherever whenever yeah it was pretty yeah fun. Right. and then apparently there were we didn't know this but apparently there's references to other exit games in there yeah so i saw someone in the comments for the board game geek videos every once in a while on the puzzle it would say like this place seems familiar it's almost as if you've been here before and i thought they were actually trying to tell us something and they were they were telling us that whatever that scene was is another exit game so what you oh, were visiting gotcha. was essentially a little piece of another exit game. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Which is cute that's and nice. very uh, sensible as far as a just operational perspective to be using some of your other exit games in this big advent calendar when you are having the opportunity to go to these different rooms. Do you have any, like, did you have, Kelly, a puzzle that wasn't the magnet that was like a big standout puzzle for you? Uh, I felt like that did overshadow quite a bit. When the Sudoku one, I was basically like, yeah, I'm just going to like sit back. I'm just going to do this. And I figured we out. figured out the puzzle before. Because, like, I gotta because finish Sudoku. The, it wasn't a normal like number Sudoku. It had letters and some numbers. And I'm like, well, it says find the third W, but I don't know what that means. So I'm just doing the Sudoku like, well, the, it says find the third W. And like, it, it's not that it's printed out there. That's just the collection of nine letters yeah. and numbers that are in there. And I'm like, that's. They're telling us that. But a later thing was like, what are all the letters? And I'm like, oh, I already got the letters. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, 
but is another one that was remarkable. I think the the shadow might might be a clue to a to to one that was this made, shadow that, that bring your memory up. No, just tell me. Oh, what are we? Why I already did the puzzles, Aaron. I'm so sorry. So there was one where you had to shine a light through the paper, and then uh, when you shine a light through the paper, you could see the you could see the code, and it gave a little lamp clue, and that seemed pretty fun. That was yeah, that was fine. I feel like I'd have to. I did not. That's the one you figured out. I didn't know what it was. You're like the lamp is something, and then. Oh, yeah, because the back of the page had all these presents on it. Yeah. But they were like, we, it looked like a magic eye puzzle. Yeah. And, but when you wrote a message on the front, they, if when you wrote the message on the front and then held it up, the, there were spaces behind the letters that were white because it was otherwise printed. But just in the pattern, yeah. there were spaces behind certain letters that were white. And then that was the numbers that you needed. Yeah. The Jingle Bell one was kind of cute where they gave you. Yeah, I they thought gave that you one a was bell underwhelming because the... the bell wasn't even like that necessary. True, that but I just liked the puzzle was that you had to match the they kind of wrote out a rhythmic pattern of songs and you had to figure out which songs were being represented as numbers on a set list yeah. and then those numbers were what you use i just like that as far that as that was the, actually pretty yeah because then we we're like i remember that one there was a simple puzzle that i really liked in mine where it was just a it was a button four holes and you had to like uh give you a piece of thread that you had to then put through the holes in a specific order but when you mm. did it it gave it made numbers on both sides oh, like nice. it became a four on one and i think whatever it was on the other ones on the other side and I was like, it's just, it's a very clean, really yeah. well-crafted puzzle in a way that I just, I liked a lot. There's some mm -hmm. really good things they do. They had one where you couldn't open the door. There was just a hole in the door. And yeah. the solution of the puzzle was to reach in and feel that they had embossed the numbers on the walls of the room. Oh. That one was pretty cool. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. There was one, what, do you remember the one that I got mad about and we had to do it the next day? Because I just couldn't, I could, we, we were doing it late at night and I was grumpy and impatient. And we were just like, we have to do this tomorrow. No, I do not. That happened. That, that there was one happen. I refused to do. I, I, it was some sort of math. It, it gave you like this picture of a machine. It's like, oh, judging by like the number of corners and they figure this math puzzle out or whatever, and then it goes different paths. I was like, I'm not going to do that. Oh, we had one that. that had like different passages. You had to like twist onto, and they were in. They were printed inside the room, and then you had oh. to like visually twist those in your mind because there was no way to actually match them up with this other piece of paper. And that one, I that's oh. the. I think that's the one. And like the next, we came back to the next day, and I got it kind of quickly. Oh, but but like I, you I know, think you I got it. We got it quickly. Mm, I think I got it. The one that I was thinking of was all of the doors open the same way. Oh, except for that one was cool. Two of them, and as we were going through the puzzle, it was something that we noticed on the back of one door, and then it, honestly, this is like maybe not the. This is a thing that can still lead to spoilers with the game night, even if you are doing it with them. They opened a door and saw it on the back and said something about it where mm. we didn't. I don't think we necessarily saw it on the back of the second no. door. But those two doors, when you open them, they, you know, one was opening the wrong way. And when you open them both, they didn't look exactly the same, but they both had these like colored bars on them, like different yeah. segments of bars and different colors. Then as we kept going, there was a door that opened down. So like all the doors opened right. One door opened left and then one door opened down. And all three of them were right next, like right near each other, like in a triangle. You had to, the room that displayed the like code or whatever, when you folded the doors different ways, it would tell you a different color, different set of colors. And then that set of colors would make a number because of how you overlap the doors with one oh, another. Oh, that's fun. It was pretty good. That might have been one of my favorite ones. And they actually, the, the room was telling me more information than I even understood. 
I was just inherently like, well, now it's a five. Yeah, because the room was actually thing. telling you like which. It was telling which you which to order overlap, to yeah. do it, but I mm, and it and out. it was telling you not in the order to do it, but it was also telling you the position of the doors on the overall calendar. Yeah. I think the yeah. times when it got a little meta and was referencing the calendar itself, yeah. I did like, but and I yeah. liked that they didn't do it constantly. Yeah, yeah. I, I like as well that like so if you try to open something like uh, if you open like the side flap or something to the box itself oh it says it'll be like it'll be like there's nothing to see here like yeah. you know like it well, thinks ahead of you in a way where... here's the thing we open for one of ours this is part of the one with the magnet we found the magnet and when you find the magnet it's it was possible to pull out the magnet and then still be stuck because mm. if you didn't pull if you didn't rip the box when you pulled it out you wouldn't see that there was another little note printed inside the box that said oh open the side of this box open the right side of this box and when you opened it it said nothing to see here but, but there, there was, was something also like a little there. cutout that made it look like you could pry it oh. and you did pry it and there was that's where one of the doors effectively was like underneath there gotcha. so that's because fun. when you get to the end as you keep going there's not that many doors anymore on the first one it's just like you know, doors everywhere and so, right. it, the, it, you, like you, you have more hope that it might right. be right because this code is going to be left, left, left because that's the only way to get to that damn. Yeah, door. when you get right. later on, it's like, well, this is the only way to get to. So, it was later on when you uh, pulled that open, and it was like, you know what? Yeah, because it is harder to like. I know where the door, like I know where the doors are now. So right. you don't exactly. even have to be really checking the puzzles anymore. It's just like, yeah, it's wrong because there's nothing there. Right. There's nothing left. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot more destroying of the item and the digging through it. And that's why I think you can't really recreate on an exit small one. And that mm. felt fun. When yeah. you could like start diving into the box more, I really... Yeah, really there was a couple that. things that we tore out of the box. Yeah, that we had to tear out of the box. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't just one. There were a couple things we had to tear out of the box. A lot of times it is just some cards that come out. There was a puzzle at one point, like a tiny little jigsaw puzzle. And I thought what was interesting about the puzzle, I, I thought it was fun that they just gave you wrong pieces and that was the kind of the answer to the puzzle. Oh, so yeah. So you put the puzzle yeah, together and then you had three extra pieces to the puzzle that wouldn't so have actually good. fit in there. And uh, the shape of the numbers then. Well, no, then you laid it over this other piece of paper they gave you and yeah. you were matching up this picture of a mountain to say which charges you should set off to like do an avalanche like intentionally do an avalanche you know like a timed avalanche yeah when you finish the puzzle there were three extra pieces and those were the three colors of flags and those three colors were the ones that had the numbers on them that you needed to open the next door you know i think actually the first puzzle and then some later puzzle that was related to it might be my favorite save the magnet so in the first puzzle of the thing for us there was you know the doors have like the little semi-circle opening so yeah. they, they tell you like, oh, there's a different door and they give you like nine different little cardboard oh, yeah, things. cardboard cutout and they're like punch outs. without cutting or folding these things, three of them fit into this door. Don't open the whole door. Just try to fit it into that little they semicircle. Have a little, they have a little tab that helps you open it. So it was like, oh, there's a trash can somewhere. Well, the trash can that was printed on the box matched the little semicircle where you could and then, open the trash can uh, and put the stuff so inside. Figuring out which three would fit in helped you to get that code. And then later on in the puzzle, those, were the, that those were the three things in the box 
and then they were part yeah, of so a different like, oh, puzzle. Oh, it looks like three things somebody's thrown away, and then you needed those three things to solve. Oh, the puzzle. that's really good. It was that's actually, yeah. that's very good. Yeah. So that mm. was actually that was that was pretty. Yeah, sweet. that was pretty nice. I think I going forward, I think it's kind of like I wonder how much they are trying to top themselves every time they do it because you know to keep making these advent calendars if it was exactly the same like the exit games aren't exactly the same but there's this premise that's the same and that's true with the right. the calendars yeah, like too. well we used the magnet of the paperclip trip last year so what are we gonna do right like what's that extra thing that you're gonna do and i wonder if they are kind of topping themselves like does the one we did is a is newer than the one adam did yeah and then there's mm-hmm. one that came out this year that none of us have done no and Adam's I wonder, gonna do next week. <laughs> I wonder if there's extra depth. I will say too about that. If you're gonna purchase other ones, this also could have been in no spoiler land. That last year I thought about doing this, but I it didn't like you know time gets away from you. So it was the end of November. It might even was the last day in November, meaning I would need to start the next day. And I was trying to find a physical one. I could have ordered one. But the prices were skyrocketed. Oh, because, yeah. Right before, because they were basically sold out. And then people who did want to sell them were trying to sell them for more money. And then on, you know, the fourth, the fifth, you know, the prices are going to go down. So we all talked about how we started later. One, if you find yourself on December 5th realizing you don't have it, or more importantly, on November 30th and you don't have it, you probably could just wait till December 5th. Yeah. Who would still be able to pick one up? But I bet also now there's so much less of a demand for them. They don't seem to go down in price year over year. And I actually got ours at Gen Con and was able to, the, the, that booth just had 10% off of everything that they sell. I was able to get them just a little bit cheaper by, by buying, buying them at Gen, Gen Con. Con. They might be cheaper throughout the year when it's not that high demand Christmas season. Yeah. 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 That's a good call. Because you can just buy the new ones in store, right? At a local yeah they, they i had seen it at a local game store and then went back to be like do you still have any left that was last year and they mm-hmm. just didn't have any and i will say that when i went there this year a couple days ago maybe went a couple days for christmas they absolutely did not have any advent calendars oh, so i yeah. think they just they i don't know how early into the i don't know how late into the year it gets when they stock them like i i wouldn't be surprised if you can't find it at your game store until you know fall right yeah that'd be reasonable yeah 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 well let's let's go ahead and get out of here if there's no more spoilers thank you so much for listening to episode 136 be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop you can follow us on instagram x and twitch at variant hex we have a website and a blog at variant and you can email us at podcast at variantHex.com. We've all done a couple more exit games since finishing these calendars. Aaron and I liked the House of Riddles, but didn't care for the Pharaoh's Tomb at all. Adam most recently tried the Horrors of the Catacomb, which is a bit longer and comes in a double-sized box. We might do a mega review of all of these sometime in the future. The next episode will be our Games of the Month of the Year, where Aaron and I will do a bit of a year in gaming recap and then pick a winner. Unless you're listening to these in reverse, in which case you have 135 more episodes headed your way, the next one being our Game of the Month for December 2023. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today.